Morning Glory uh, program, but I'm away doing some writing on my new book. And I'm actually up very late at night uh, working on my uh, computer here, as you can see, and just wanted to take a break while I have been writing and come and speak to you and talk to you tonight with a little short message just to bless your heart, give you something to ponder on and chew on. Praise God. You know, when I write uh, for me personally, it always works best for me to get out of the house. So I have these little places where I can go and slip away, and I've slipped away to one of those places. And uh, for me, it just helps me to get in the flow of writing and to also uh, even get out of the office because if I'm at the office, the phone never stops ringing. There's always a lot of activity and a lot of work. So I'm at a little uh, getaway place and uh, having a fun time writing tonight. It's very late at night and just want to take a little break and uh, talk with you. Uh, by the way, I'm going to be ministering uh, this week in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina, uh, on the weekend, Sunday morning and Sunday night. The information is on my website. And if you're in the area and want to come out and have a great time uh, with us at our state capital of Raleigh, well, come on, praise the Lord. Jump into the meetings. All that information is on the website. And you can see exactly where we're at. A wonderful church, uh, Pastors Dave and Ina. Uh, they'll be hosting, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I want to encourage you to come if you can make it. And we'll also try to live stream that meeting and uh, then later get it up on YouTube. Praise the Lord. Well, let me read a verse to you from uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. I've been meditating on this for the last few days. So I want to talk about the latter part of the verse. It says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. Well, I, I believe that we don't have any struggle with that. We believe that God is. We believe that he exists. We believe that he's real. And, of course, we believe he lives in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And it says uh, that we also must believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Well, whenever you're seeking the Lord you need to realize, uh, and I would even say expect, the Lord to show up. And I talked a little bit about this uh, a few days ago, but I want to just touch on it a little bit more because the Lord is very, very real, and He will come into your life, and He will manifest Himself. Uh, and there's many, many ways in which He can manifest and I just want you to be expecting God to show up. How he will manifest, that's his choosing. But you do need to be expecting the Lord as you're really, really drawing near to him. Uh, I, I think this works the same way it does for wisdom. We've talked about wisdom a lot lately as well. Uh, but in the book of James chapter 1, it says that when you ask God for wisdom, to ask without doubting. So you have to believe that you're going to receive that wisdom, that God is giving it to you, and that also what you need in regards to wisdom will be flowing into your life. So you have to take it by faith. It's the same way. You have to believe that God is going to reward you for seeking Him. 
You have to believe that he is going to draw near, and he will. But you need to exercise your faith for that and be expecting the presence of the Lord to be greatly manifested in your life. Praise the Lord. And, you know, this seeking is something that God doesn't play favorites on. If you go after him, he'll start coming after you in a very uh, wonderful way. Uh, sometimes the Lord really surprises me. Um, my wife and I were having some things done on her car recently at the, at the dealership. And so we're at the dealership and we're talking to uh, uh, the man that's helping us. And just out of the blue, having no idea he's going to say anything like this, he says, um, uh, Pastor Stephen, I watched your program where you did the 40-day prayer challenge. I said, you did? He said, yes. I said, you actually, you mean you, you went online and you watched it? I, I had no idea. He's, I mean, we're down there just to get something done for Kelly's car. I, I have no idea that the person helping us is been watching my videos online. You know, I tell you what, I know there's 7 billion people on the planet, but you'd be surprised in how many ways it's a small world. And so this person admits to me, just confesses out of the blue, hey, I've been watching your programs and I watched the program that you taught on the 40-day prayer challenge. In other words, get up real early in the morning and get a tithe of your time in two hours and 24 minutes before the sun ever comes up. And he said, I watched your program. I said, I said, that's good. And he said, I did it. I said, you did? I said, you, you, you did it? He said, yes. And he said, I even made a calendar. And I started uh, working my way through the calendar day one. And I, after I got up early in the morning on day one, I went over to the calendar and did a check mark checked it off one day at a time. He's former military. And so he's, uh, he's going to do it all by the numbers, very uh, organized. So day two, get up early, pray, get the tithe in of uh, uh, two hours and 24 minutes of seeking the Lord and mark off day two. And he said, Pastor Stephen, he said, I got to day 19. And on day 19, after I put my tithe in, I marked that one off with a big red check mark because he's been marking them all off with a black check mark. Why? Uh, I said, well, what's up with the red check mark? Me and Kelly were very curious about that. He said, well, I was seeking the Lord on day 19, and as I was seeking him, suddenly it just burst out of me, and I began to speak in other tongues. I said, that's never happened to you before? He said, no, never. And I said, you've never had like any, uh, how can we say, coaching or like, the, you know, usually when I'm getting people filled with the Spirit, I've got to walk them through it, give them scriptures and kind of like, and, but he didn't have any of that. He's just sitting in the dark, seeking God, praying, calling out to God, basically saying, God, I want more of you in my life. And he burst out speaking in tongues. So he marks that day off with a red check mark. And uh, uh, day 20, a little bit more of a normal day. Day 21, another red check mark day. I've just burst out speaking in tongues. And so I explained to him, that's a gift that's now yours for the rest of your life. Uh, you know, there's two types of tongues. The tongues for your personal edification and the tongues that is used in a church meeting or, or a gathering together where the saints might be. 
and somebody gives an, a public utterance in tongues, and that one needs an interpretation. Uh, but the, uh, the second one is a ministry gift of tongues. The first one is, is just speaking in tongues in general as we know it, and it is for your spiritual edification and building up. And that gift, once you have it and, and it begins to flow in your life, it's yours uh, for the rest of your life. And you can exercise it anytime you want, day, morning, noon, or night, or whatever. So he got it. I mean, God touched him. What I'm trying to say is that if you will seek the Lord, I mean, really go after after God, he'll, he'll find you. He knows exactly where you're at. There's nowhere you can somehow, God missed you. No, he covers everything and he will come to you and he will reward you and he will honor you and he will bless you. Praise the Lord. You know, over that 40-day prayer challenge, which happened months back, some of the testimonies that came in were just wild. I mean, there were, there were a couple of people that got up uh, and sought the Lord and went through the 40-day prayer challenge in, in, a, in an effort to get close to God. And in the process, God healed them of incurable diseases. Uh, one person who had suffer, uh, suffered for decades was completely healed and wasn't even asking God, God healed me of my disease. No, the person just trying to get close to God. Well, that happened to several people. Uh, quite remarkable testimonies. Um, but of course, you know, the real thing that we're after is the Lord himself. And so when he's coming to reward you uh, with, uh, you know, a blessing for all of your seeking, uh, he'll come with his presence. And you always want to cultivate the presence of God. Really, you want to live in the presence. Um, I, I know that maybe five years ago, there was a big push in the church for what we would call uh, soaking in the presence of God. I, I think soaking is good. Uh, some people, uh, they get all kinds of little cliches. Some people called it pickling in his presence. You know, like a pickle, you know, you... You take a pickle or a cucumber and soak it in vinegar, turns into a pickle, and you're all pickled. Well, I understand that. Others called it marinating in God's presence. That, that's cool. But really, I, I'd like to even encourage you, go beyond soaking. I, I, I know that spending time with the Lord is vital. That's what uh, allows God's presence to manifest in your life. But you, really, this is something that we're supposed to live in 24-7. And so the presence of the Lord being a reward to you, not just in your devotional time, not just in your prayer time. I'm talking all the time, uh, in the morning, at night, living literally in the presence of God. That's something that can be developed. Uh, it's something that's, I, I wouldn't even say it's automatic, but it is something that can be developed or you can take the presence of God with you to work, uh, that, that after you come out of these times with the Lord, you don't just say, oh, that was great. Now, Lord, I've got to shift and uh, like another part of me somehow has to pop out and I've, I've got to say goodbye to you. No, you just take the Lord with you everywhere you go, on the airplane, on the bus, in your car, into work, uh, wherever you may go, praise God. You want to keep the presence of the Lord. So the Lord will come with his glorious presence and he will reward you. You know, in, in Hosea chapter six, it talks about that when we seek the Lord and turn to the Lord with all of our hearts, he'll come, he'll come like, like the rain. And you know, th there's various ways in which it could rain. It can be a soft, gentle rain. 
And there's also the other side of that. It could be a, a downpour, a gusher. I think sometimes we like the outpourings, these great drenching moments of God's glory and presence that is so strong that we can't even sometimes say anything or speak anything in a human type of language. And, and those moments are, are great, praise the Lord. But I'm just, I'm just saying that God has a lot of ways of how he can manifest his presence. But the main thing is that we just want that presence. We want, we want to know the Lord. We want to be continually pressing in to the Lord. There's always a reward. If you seek the Lord, he'll give it to you. You know, and there's a lot of ways to seek. We talked about the 40-day prayer challenge. Uh, you know, we've talked about getting up early, spending time with God. Or just putting that time in, going after the Lord when you have extra time, you know, turning off to television, uh, avoiding these traps such as surfing the internet, surfing the television uh, channels on uh, all the cable networks. And you know what? You can lose two or three hours very, very quickly on something that you had no intention of even looking at. Maybe just because it's comfortable, it's fun to watch, uh, it's soothing to your to the flesh nature but you know what those things cannot satisfy you and if you sow into that you're going to sow into emptiness so i would really encourage you to uh, understand the time in which we're living uh, the lord's return is near and you really want to make a royal effort to push in and give god your very best of drawing near to him knowing that he's going to reward you in a way that will satisfy you and touch you beyond anything that the world could ever offer you. And that is the Lord's presence coming to you in a, in a real manifested, at times I would even say tangible way. Absolutely. Uh, one of those ways of seeking also is fasting. Uh, fasting, of course, uh, going without food and, and praying, taking time to pray. Fasting is a tremendous platform for uh, spiritual empowerment. I think that's one of the main purposes of fasting because when Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit, he went into the wilderness and ate no food for 40 days and 40 nights. Now, he did drink water, but when he came out of the wilderness, he came out in power. So we see that fasting is a platform for spiritual empowerment. But my friends, again, fasting ties into Hebrews eleven six because if you will seek the Lord, he will reward you. Now, you need to be believing and expecting that God is going to reward those who diligently seek him. But I'm telling you that if you fast and really seek the face of God, he will. He will speak to you. Now, usually it comes sometime after the fast. Oh, it doesn't mean that he won't speak to you on a fast. But after you complete your time of consecration is often the time that the Lord will come and begin to honor you and reward you for having sought him and uh, having, you know, laid down the pleasures of life and pressed into the Lord. He, will, uh, he really will reward you. And I think, it's, I think it's amazing because in Isaiah 58, one of those rewards mentions how uh, the light of God begins to break forth in your, in your life. 
Uh, that would actually be verse 8. It says, Then your light shall break forth like the morning. That light breaking forth is actually wisdom and knowledge and understanding of what to do. And it, it means you could be in the dark. Dark not necessarily meaning you're in sin. It just means that you're lacking something that you need to know, but God knows. And while on that fast, you come off, the light begins to break forth, and God just begins to flood your heart with understanding, and wisdom begins to pour in, and you begin to know things that you never could have known or, or unraveled in your own ability. That's God rewarding you, coming to you, manifesting His presence to you through light, supernatural uh, knowledge and revelation flowing into your life. And... Uh, I tell you what, God can send it fast and furious. I mean, he can, he can pour it into you. You, you sometimes feel like you're standing under a mighty waterfall. <laughs> I've actually had to ask the Lord sometimes, Lord, slow down. You're speaking so fast. I'm trying to write this down because God speaks to you spirit to spirit. Uh, but it takes my hand and my mind a little bit of time. You know, I'm grabbing, grabbing a pen and I'm grabbing a notepad and I'm trying to write what he's giving me. Uh, it's phenomenal. But, but I'm telling you, my friends, if you will do the seeking diligently, God will do the rewarding. So I want to encourage you to expect that, believe that, and know that there is uh, concerning this no if, ands, or buts. He will do his part. You go after him with all of your heart, uh, he, he'll come to you very, very strongly. He'll reveal himself to you. And then just keep that presence always there in your life. Don't ever let anything deceive you uh, from uh, slipping away from the Lord. These deceits that would say there's something more pleasurable over here. No, there's nothing more pleasurable anywhere in the universe outside of the Lord Jesus Christ and knowing him. Always stay close to him and you'll always stay happy because the Bible says in Psalm 16, in his presence is fullness of joy. So you can't find anything else out there that's going to top him. So just stay close to him. <laughs> and you'll always, you'll always be silly, silly, happy. You'll be happy when it doesn't even make sense of why you're happy. Praise God. He really can fill you up that full and it, it'll fill you so full it starts flowing out praise god and that's the blessing of being able to minister to others you always preferably you always preferably want to minister to others in the overflow okay when there's so much coming out where god is just pouring into you so much you can't contain it and it's coming out so you want to minister out of the overflow glory to god hallelujah well I'm going to now jump back to my writing. I'm working on my newest book, number seven. Ooh, I'm having a good time. Am I tired? Yes, it is late at night. I'm a little tired, uh, but, you know, it's, it just makes me happy to come and talk to you and share the love of God with you and encourage you to do uh, what God has called you to do and be who God has called you to be, so press in. Press in. God wants your fellowship. I, I think for some of you, God's missed you. You've been away too long and you don't need to stay away. And you don't need to run in and say, that's good, Lord, I'm filled up. I'll, I'll see you in two weeks. No, make this a lifestyle. 
Make the presence of God sustained in your life. Make it a lifestyle. Glory to God. You'll be so happy. You'll live in like a castle of glory. Ooh, hallelujah. All right. Well, my friends, um, normally we would take communion, but I don't have any communion juice. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I think we'll be okay for one day. Hallelujah. So you have a wonderful day. I am praying for you and continue to press mightily into the Lord and expect him to reward you. God bless you. I'll see you back again real soon. Bye-bye. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.